I was able to maintain my weight when we had, now after we got married and I had Col we had Colton, I got all the way back to pre-baby pre weight about eight months after having Colton. Let's, let's be honest, we're competitive. I mean, so we're always gonna throw it out there of who's doing what and, and stuff. And um, I mean, I'll be honest, I was so mad her first day she did a handstand push-up and I still can't really do a handstand push-up. And it was like, really? You're coming to grips with it that, you know, this world doesn't last forever on this earth. And you're putting the stuff in this mouth that could take that away from you. You're looking down at a six-year-old kid and a wife across the table from you and you've got to make a conscious decision that is, is, is this stuff worth giving up them? And so... Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. Thanks for tuning in today. I have another couple on the podcast today. Cody and Kayla Key share their story. You're going to love hearing them. You're going to love hearing their sense of humor. Hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm Kayla. I'm 35 and I'm married to Cody. We've been married for seven and a half years and we have a son named Colton who's six and he's in the first grade. I'm Cody, 38 years old. I'm obviously married to Kayla. So you guys, tell me how you kind of started at the gym. I know Cody started first. Give me kind of a timeline of uh, how long y'all have been working out here. All right, so... Uh, and why you started coming. So one, Charlie has challenged me. So I worked out with Charlie years and years and years ago and then challenged me a, a couple times just to show up or to try a class or whatever. So I guess finally around March of 2016, uh, I came to a 5 a.m. class. Um, I think I joined a week later, and then Kayla joined November of the... Yeah, October of, of 2016. So about six months. Six months. Okay, so months. what do you remember about that March when he started? He was so sore. <laughs> he could barely walk for like two weeks, and... Then all of a sudden he started losing a lot of weight really quickly and having a lot of energy and it was also transparent in his eating and I was like I gotta get some of this. So what? So what? You know, for, what were you doing at that time? Were you working out? Already? I was working out at Aggieland Fitness Dome. I was doing classes like step and cycling, kickboxing, and I was not getting the kind of workout I could tell that he was getting. So you, but you still still continue to yes. do that, mm -hmm. and uh, for about six months, and then six months, maybe going twice a week. And what was the thing that drew you in in October, November, when you finally decided to come? He brought me. We came together the first time, and Matt was the coach, and it was a noon class, I think, and it was intense. It was encouraging. And I just fell in love like the first week I was here with the trainers and the people and just the intensity of the workout too. Well, like yeah. some of the things we talk about, I couldn't push her to come. I think she had to make the decision to come on her own. I think I invited her a couple of times or told her that I liked it, but it, with any couple, it doesn't work to pull them. Yeah. Know, one arm so, so yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit because I think one of the neat things about interviewing couples that work out together is I bet there was a period of time. Unlike Dusty and Jesse, I think started together, mm -hmm. but like you guys, the unique thing about you guys is that Cody started six months before Kayla even would come. And so as you're thinking through, there might be somebody listening who their spouse isn't working out here or with them and they, or not even here, anywhere, right? They could be living somewhere else and they could be going to a 
Gold's Gym and they just would love their spouse to come with them, but their spouse isn't. So what can you guys say to that? And, um, and you guys can kind of give both of your thoughts. Because Kayla has the unique perspective from being the one who wasn't coming, but just kind of seeing Cody from coming from a distance. And then Cody has the one desire probably of being here, probably would love his wife to join him. Uh, so I think that one thing you can do is really talk about talk to your spouse and just relay the positives that you're getting, the experience that you're having without going overboard to where it's annoying and kind of uh, bragging. Um, and then encourage, you know, ask a couple times to come. Um, don't give up, but don't make it a daily routine either. So, uh, you know, be patient, but, but do encourage them to at least join you once and try it. And, you know, if they don't like it after a couple times, you'll never ask them again or something like that. What about you, Kayla? What do you think? I agree. I feel like, you know, being the one who came in six months after he started, there was, you know, I felt like he knew a lot of people here and, you know, I was coming into an environment that he was already very familiar with and, I, you know, he didn't push me too much, but he knew that I was competitive. He knew that I liked to work out and he just kept, but my whole stigma was that, oh, I'm going to go to CrossFit and I'm going to end up you know, looking like just total bodybuilder or I'm going to hurt myself. And all of that went out the door like the first time I walked in here. It was not like that at all. He was encouraging to me too the first time we came, which is really important. That's great because I think sometimes when, you know, when maybe we don't want to do something, it's that fear of what we don't know. Exactly. You know, it's walking into like, what is, we, we, we create all kinds of lies, right? I mean, all kinds of reasons why we shouldn't do something. Um, well, cool. That I think that's a really good point, And that probably applies to a lot of things that you want to encourage your spouse to do with you. Fishing, you know, church, uh, you know, uh, anything, hobbies, uh, activities that maybe you do. And then, you know, some people, so I want to talk about this. Some people think, Oh, well, this is my thing and it's not something that they're in. You know, it's kind of like like golf is like, man, that's something I do. And there might be some areas in life like that that men, that husbands and wives. But I want you all to share about the difference in the experience when Cody was doing it by himself six months compared to now that you guys are doing it together for the last, you know, what, year almost, you know, and how that's overflowed into your marriage, into your lives, into your conversations? I feel like uh, when he was doing it by himself, he'd come home and talk about doing all these movements and, you know, leave me on cloud nine and I'd get home from the gym and not feel that way, like on that high that he was on and not seeing the results he was seeing as well. And when we started doing, working out together, which we never did before, it was we encouraged each other in class. We, I mean, we would post stuff on social media, how good we had, the other person had done and just lift them up. And, or even times when we haven't worked out the same class time together, we're both competitive with each other. We would be asking, how many rounds did you do? <laughs> but it's, it's, it's brought us closer together for sure. Cody, what would you yeah, say? Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, at first, uh, like I remember it took me, being that I'm a little heavier, that it took me a long time to do a kip and pull up and um, come home and honestly, she probably didn't know what a kip and pull up was. And so it was like, she was like, oh great honey. And to me, it was, you know, a big moment. But I think the biggest deal was, is, let's be honest, we're competitive. I mean, so we're always gonna throw it out there of who's doing what and, and stuff. And um, I mean, 
I'll be honest, I was so mad her first day she did a handstand push-up, and I still can't really do a handstand push-up. And it was like, really? You can go back to Agulant Fitness Dome or something like that. But it really gave us, it gives us conversation about what we're doing working out-wise. I think there's a little accountability. The good thing being a couple like we are, uh, I think it's fair to say that we're both somewhat extroverts. And so even if we don't come to the same class, um, which we don't a lot, um, we go to different classes because we all have people that we like to work out with and the sense of community, but we do talk about and can share the lingo of the workout that we did. And Kayla, you mentioned earlier before we started recording about the friendships you've made too and kind of talk about how that's impacted. Like I know that you guys even have like some of the trainers to your house and just the the relationships and just how that has enhanced even just your you guys as a couple that you guys share in these relationships at the gym but sharing these relationships outside of the gym too there are so many people couples individuals that I've met here that I consider very close friends um, there are people that I could turn to if something was going wrong they lift me up when I need to you know they push me not just in the gym but in life too and I feel like you know this is it's such a great community it really is it's awesome so okay so now i'm going to kind of pick apart your journeys kind of like what got you here so cody we'll start together because you did come back when 2007 i think it was when we were at the Agilent fitness dome and did personal training there and you were uh you were director of golf pro yeah, at pecan lakes yeah. and um was so that was 2007 so Give me an idea of like, was that the beginning of your fitness journey or did it even start b- long before that? Yeah. So, I mean, we talked about this kind of the other day. Um, my whole life I was in shape. I played multiple sports. I, I probably, I think I had 18 or 19 varsity letters in high school. Um, and so I was always in shape and I graduated, I was six foot three, 180 pounds and uh, probably carried that maybe graduated college at like 215, was in shape, playing basketball four to five nights a week, lifting weights, running. Um, I remember my senior year in college, the baseball, I, I worked in the athletic department and the baseball team was doing their six minute miles and they told me I couldn't do it. And I went out, I think I ran a 525 mile as a senior in college. And so for me, it was always, I was always in shape. I always worked out, um, maybe not lifting, but I mean, I played basketball three to five nights a week. I played softball two to three nights a week. So I was always very active. I golfed daily, probably, <laughs> if we'd be honest. But uh, um, back in 2007, I know that I was really, uh, I joined Aggieland Fitness Dome because I was really trying to work on strength, um, some mobility, just from prior injuries and stuff. And so that's kind of where I started trying to really get involved by myself and doing a, a weight workout. Um, I remember there was a lot of rowing involved. There was a lot of pull-ups involved. It's kind of funny because I don't even think CrossFit was around back then. Well, you were training with Jared. Yeah. And Jared had actually discovered CrossFit around that time and kind of dabbled in it. So the way he trained his clients was very influenced by CrossFit because he was military kind of or headed towards military. So you were probably dabbling and he was, you know, not really knowing what he had his hands on, but... It wasn't anywhere where it is today. I'll never forget. I, and I still remember the day the first workout I ever did was he had me go run upstairs. I'd row 500 meters. I'd come downstairs and he'd help me do five pull-ups and then I'd do 10 push-ups and then I'd do 15 body squats. Yep. And that workout probably sounds familiar to anybody that does CrossFit, yep. but that's one that we do regularly and especially on holidays and that it's the main part of Murph. Yep. And uh, 
I couldn't really do a pull-up back then. He wanted me to do strict pull-ups, and I just I was not very good at that. But that was the first workout we did. From there, I kind of moved around um, with my job and some different things, and um, liked partying, staying up all night, working all day. It was kind of a routine for me, um, and so working out kind of got away from me. Uh, I still wasn't heavy, you know, probably weighing 220 pounds, and then. Probably about 2008, 2009, 2010, somewhere, I started putting on weight. And uh, even when Kayla and I got married seven and a half years ago, I think I weighed about 230 pounds. And then, so things got away, got married, had a kid. Uh, I worked out at the Fitness Dome, but I was kind of there. It's kind of a social hour for me. Uh, Ryan Farrell was there back then, and I, I was always like, man, he's better than me. And, kind of made me mad but you know <laughs> it was still very social for me because I was just going through boot camp because they played basketball after boot camp and then I'd stay after and play basketball so that was more of the workout for me and then I think the day that I walked in at 5 a.m. for my first CrossFit class I was 269 pounds which is the heaviest I'd ever been and so that was probably eye-opener for me was is a person was always in shape that was running that had run you know I'd run a sub five minute mile in my life I'd always been able to run six minute miles or better. And then all of a sudden I weigh 269 pounds. And obviously that, that puts a toll on your body. So all those kind of years you were working out, but gaining weight. Cause if you were 230 pounds, when you and Kayla got married, you basically put on 39 pounds and it was very slow and steady. Mm-hmm. And it was tell us, Eating obviously wasn't uh, your strong point. No. <laughs> or no, it was no, your strong point. No, I was really good at it. <laughs> no, but tell me, what was your eating like back then? Well, so for the last six years almost, I've traveled for work uh, um, in a sales position where a lot of my job is uh, entertaining clients and, and meetings and stuff. And so obviously that includes eating out. Um, you know, every hotel you stay at, there's a Starbucks or a IHOP or a Denny's next door. And, you can go get, you know, a big breakfast. And then obviously lunch has got to be a lunch meeting. You can't make them feel bad for getting the chicken fried steak. So you get the chicken fried steak as well. And then dinner is usually a steak followed by dessert with a couple of glasses of wine. And so after years and years and years of doing that, eventually it catches up to you and you, you gain five pounds a year or five pounds every six months. So Kayla, I want to ask you because obviously being married during this time that you saw Cody uh, and you obviously probably weren't, Pointing out to him. Oh, yeah, she was. (laughs) (laughs) But we're, we're, and we'll hear about your story, but were you trying to live a healthy lifestyle during this time? Were you, was that just not important to you? No, I I was. I was trying to live a healthy lifestyle. I mean. And how was that challenging with, you know, having a, a spouse maybe that wasn't necessarily, I mean, he was working out, but, you know, was it hard to eat healthy or was it hard to, was it harder? The, the unhealthy eating would happen when we would go out to eat. So he would order the chicken fried steak, and I would order something more healthy. Maybe not as unhealthy as his, but you know that that was more challenging. Just to say, were you ever give giving encouragement yes, on you yes. were? Yes. <laughs> well, like we would plan out a week of meals in like. It, plan on eating well and then one night we look at each other we're like you want to go to wings and more yeah let's go <laughs> so i mean but i would eat a grilled chicken sandwich and he would eat wings and tenders yeah. so so, okay, so that so 269 pounds you come here march 2016 mm-hmm. and now how much do you weigh i weighed 246 yesterday morning 
Um, I've been down as much as 239, but I think a lot of that is I've gained, I've lost almost four inches in waist uh-huh. is the way I kind of deal with it. Um, I know I've gained some weight to muscle and some to, you know, I, I do have bad spells uh, of eating. <laughs> well, and it, I remember seeing the transformation like, wow, it was just like, man, it, it almost looked like you lost 30 pounds instantly. Yeah. So what did you, was it just the workouts? Because you've been working out, like you said, you were doing boot camp and basketball, which even though you are just doing the boot camps to play basketball, you were still working out for a period of time. So did your eating change? How did you change your eating? What was the difference? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, even now when I have bad spells, it's much better than it used to be. Um, but like, for instance, a lot of times for, let's say I'm working out at an eight o'clock class, for example, I'll have a banana and maybe a spark or, or uh, I take some, liquid vitamins and different things. I'd come to work out, I'd have a protein shake, and then um, we do do some meal planning and some um, lunch making, you know, pre, pre-cooking pre things. So maybe have a, a couple of uh, chicken legs that we grilled or something and some vegetables for lunch. And then dinner, we try to do a pretty good job of eating fairly healthy. And so uh, I would say my eating habit changed where um, I gave up sodas, um, where I gained weight is a year ago, I quit dipping. And I think that caused me to gain weight, um, which is okay. I'm okay with that because it was a something I'd done since I was 11 years old. And so I quit cold turkey. So how did that make you gain weight? Because I, I think there might be, whether people quit smoking or dipping, like, you know. You how- replace the vice with something. Um, and so it, when you first do it, I encourage people, if they give up something, for the first month or so, they need to be very lenient what they do other than that. Um, because your body is gonna go through some changes, you're gonna go through some mental things, you're gonna be mad, you're gonna be angry, you're gonna be irritable. Um, and so, obviously, I probably ate to fill some of that gap, um, which I would say in the long run, I can handle that because I continue to work out, I can eat healthy, I can lose that weight. Um, but to give up a habit that I'd had for 26 years, 27 years, do you think that was influenced at all by like the increase in like workout intensity and the healthier diet? Like, did you or did you just come to that point because you like what led you to quit? Well, I think so first of all, obviously yes, because you're never going to get in the condition that you want to be in using any kind of tobacco, whether it's cigarettes or snuff or or whatever that may be. Um, I think it's fair to say as we get older, we become more aware of our mortality as well. Um, and so you have, you're eating healthier, you're working out, um, you're coming to grips with it that, you know, this world doesn't last forever on this earth and you're putting the stuff in this mouth that could take that away from you. You're looking down at a six year old kid and a wife across the table from you and you've got to make a conscious decision that is, is, is this stuff worth giving up them? And so all, all things combined is what made me quit I think Kayla would tell you that she couldn't do it it was something that she had to let me do or I would have always felt like I did it for her or it was uh, a point of contention for me so Kayla I'm guessing you didn't like him dipping no what okay so here's a great point because I guarantee you there might be a wife out there that can't stand the fact that their husband's dipping and, and for Cody to quit it 26 year habit you had to have probably function and operate in a way that made him you know because i think sometimes being nagged it's just like working out right if if he would have come home from crossfit and be like 
you need to come with me, you need to do this, or if you would have nagged him on the diet, like when he ate wings and more, like I can't believe you're eating wings, like we're supposed to be ordering grilled chicken sandwiches, it's not gonna be effective. So the, the tell me about the your side of the dipping. I mean, always, since we first met, the night we first met, he was dipping, and I knew he dipped from the get-go. I mean, I came in his house the first time I ever went to his house. There were dip cups everywhere and dirty clothes <laughs> and a dog. The dog was laying in the dirty clothes. <laughs> exactly. That dog said, Cody, we used to have it made, man. <laughs> it's all over now. <laughs> so I knew it was a habit. Grow up in Texas, you have a lot of guys that dip. I get that. I knew it wasn't healthy. But the way that Cody is motivated is not shoving it down his throat. He has to come up with the idea on his own, which is interesting because I didn't really push the stopping of the dipping just like he didn't push me coming to CrossFit. We do it to each other. Like, we get that from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because now, I mean, if you, the worst thing that you could do with either one of us is probably nag us. I mean, yes. if one of us nagging the other, it's probably not going to go over well, it's just our personalities. We're we're both uh, stubborn and hard-headed and competitive. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, if you walk in a room and tell Cody and Caleb what to do, it's probably not going to be a very good response. It's just how we're made. And But working together, we, we kind of know that. So I knew I couldn't go to her and be like, hey, you got to go to CrossFit or you're going to be fat. Yeah. Because that would go over like, you know. Yeah. And she couldn't come to me and say, you got to quit dipping or you're going to die. Because, I mean, I would have been like, start, okay. When we start to do things, though, whether I was starting CrossFit or you were stopping dipping, we encourage each other very Absolutely. well. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And I think that, I mean, just quitting dipping, what a huge feat, right? Like 26-year addiction, mm-hmm. and and now you're free of that bondage, right? That, uh, yeah, that, that brought So, Kayla, let's transition, because, Cody, I think now you know you're at this point, and we'll talk a little bit more about what you'll be thinking about, like, some big accomplishments, right, that have happened at, at this gym since you started. And I want you to think about some goals that maybe you want to share and kind of make public so that you'll be a little more accountable to them about what you'd like to see in in the future, right, in the coming uh, time here at the gym. So, Kayla, give me a little bit more. When did you, you know, you sounds like you've been healthy, you've been working out, you definitely increased intensity, but when did all this start? Were you in sports? Were you an active kid? I was very active. I played golf in college all four years, and we were always playing. Sam Houston? Sam Houston, yes, and I played all four years, and we were always on a, we had a weight trainer. We worked out three days a week at five o'clock in the morning. Our weight trainer was the football trainer, so it was intense. There were times where we were running the football stadium with our golf bags on our backs, (laughs) running stairs. Wow. So he was very intense. So after college, I, I... Transitioned to going into like Gold's Gym, some going into Agulin Fitness Dome, and was just doing classes like I said, like spinning, step, um, boot camp, kickboxing, things like that. And I was able to maintain my weight when we had now after we got married and I had Col- we had Colton, I got all the way back to pre pre baby weight about eight months after having Colton, and then and I gained forty pounds being pregnant. He was a big boy. And after that, I, I stayed about the same weight until about two years ago. I started gaining a little bit of weight. I started gaining like 
three pounds one year, four pounds another year, and it just did not matter how hard I worked out, it was not coming off. How old are you? I'm 35. Okay. Yeah. And so when did you start noticing that trend? When I hit 30. And why do you think that was happening? Life. (laughs) (laughs) Time. 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 It'll catch up to you. Okay, so if you could share being a woman, right, who kind of processed that, you know, and and kind of like you said, it was three pounds. Like most guys don't know how much they weighed last year, how much they weighed last week, but women I've found really pay attention to that, you know, um, whether it be at their, you know, their annual doctor's visit or the scale at their house. And so what was going through your mind when, you know, they're, they're maybe not every time you weighed, but when you noticed this trend happening, I noticed it was with me, it's of course it's working out, but it was really what I was eating. Like what you're eating is a big part of it for me. I feel a lot better when I eat better. Um, I have a lot more energy, and it's it was just very clear to me. And so, what did you do about it? I I actually joined Weight Watchers for a while and got to my goal weight, and then I got to my goal weight, and it was about I guess about a year in between hitting my goal weight at Weight Watchers and joining CrossFit, and it's like the weight all came back. In that year? Yes. Okay, tell, tell us about Weight Watchers because maybe there's people listening that don't know much about Weight Watchers. So Weight Watchers, you're basically, you're, you're counting every single thing that you put in your mouth and you get a certain allotted amount of points every single day. Um, you get like extra bonus points for working out and you just get extra bonus points during the week as well. And you track everything that you eat. Um, fruits and vegetables, all that is like zero points. So you're really watching what your proteins are, what your carbs are, every little thing that you put in there. It's very detailed. You can look up things like how it's cooked, or you can look up restaurants and put things in there. Um, and it just, it's, I, I actually didn't just do it online. I went to meetings too, because I was very, I'm more encouraged by community. How often did they have meetings? Once a week. Wow, yes. so it's a great support group. Oh yes, very. Did you go to this, Cody? What you no? I think I joined once and never even opened it up. <laughs> <laughs> this is before your your decision. Yeah. You made your decision. Yes. Um, but at least you're supportive and you went yeah. once. Yeah. <laughs> so I never went to the meeting. <laughs> I think we just paid the monthly fee. Okay, so that so you you got to your goal weight. One year later, you'd been right back up. Yeah. Just because what happened? The meetings. I fell was, off the wagon. It just ran me over. It was, I mean, I just started eating bad again. But you also kept working out mm-hmm. even during that year, and I think that's a great point that you guys both kind of made because in that trend that Cody was gaining weight in the time you said in the year that you were gaining weight back, you kept working out, mm-hmm. and that's a a lot of people sometimes think that just because they're working out that they don't really have to pay attention to their diet. But nutrition is incredibly important and makes all the difference. So what did you do different when you started at this gym? And and so you're, I guess, no, uh, November of 16, so a little over a year ago. Well, one thing at this gym that's really great is you can't, the amount of times that you can work out is just so important. Like I work out normally at eight or 12 and 
I go drop Colton off at school. I come here at 8 o'clock in the morning. And when you work out at Aguiland Fitness Dome or some gyms like that, there are very short amount of times for classes. Like, they're not any time during the lunchtime. Like, it just doesn't exist. So that, it was, it, for me, it was easy to pick a time, go work out, and then right after that, I would have my protein shake, I'd be full for a while, then go and have, like, a light lunch, and then we would have dinner. I don't feel like... Whenever I was working out at other gyms, I would just eat as bad as I want. At the end of the day, I'll just work it off. I mean, that was my strategy, pretty mm-hmm. much. And so, what kind of results had you seen in terms of weight or inches since you started here? I have lost six pounds in a year and kept it off. And it's and I've noticed so much different definition in my body. There was a while that I didn't lose anything, but I, my clothes were completely fitting differently you know I got a lot of comments like just you know your arms look great you look totally different you just keep at it and then all of a sudden I just started losing so how does that compare to what your thought was about your fear of coming to (laughs) it's not even close I thought I was gonna you know come out of here looking like Brooke Wells Which no, nothing but, against Brooke Wells, no, right? She'll be here she tomorrow. Looks great, but I can't. <laughs> but I can't look. But I was my fear was like I'm gonna look like a bodybuilder. I don't want to look like a bodybuilder. I want to have these huge shoulders and you know big muscular legs, and I'm nothing like that. I'm just way more toned. So you uh, just because I've seen some social media stuff, and I mean like you're really into it, oh, you know. Very <laughs> I, I am. I am very. Uh, you know. I am very. Uh, I'm an athlete. I'm very competitive. So it. I like to lift people up. Like on my team. My team being the people I work out with. And then I also like to have accomplishments. But the coaches are so great here, and they are so encouraging that when you do get those, you get your first pull up. You get your first handstand put. They praise you they celebrate you which is so great and that that's what pushes me and that's what pushes me too when they're like put another 2.5 on put another five pounds on you can do it go you know that's that's encouraging that's what i need yeah so cody giving you some time to think about it and i want you to be thinking about kayla some accomplishments in the last year that since you've been in crossfit and uh kind of some goals that you have what would you say those are for you accomplishments and then goals so i mean the first thing that came to me was strength um like I was always strong but as I've gained weight I think I got a lot one of the good things about gaining weight is you get stronger so I mean the first day I came we did uh, deadlift max that was the first day I came and I think I got to like 290 and Matt was like all right stop there because you don't even know what you're doing I was probably just bending over and doing some type of and then um, the last time we maxed out at uh, deadlift I did 435 and so and that was probably about a year so in a year, I went up a lot of lifts, and I could give a lot of examples of weights and stuff, but I went up on a lot of lifts. But the big thing for me is some of the gymnastics. I mean, just in the last month, I've done my first rope climb. I've done, in the last six months, I've done my first handstand push-ups. Um, today, we're doing, I think, 10 rope climbs, and I plan on doing all 10 rope climbs. Um, goals would be um, some more of the gymnastics, muscle-ups, different things. I don't ask Chris Rea because he'll just tell me what am I eating to help me. So I'll ask another coach to help me with that probably because I don't want to explain what I'm eating. But uh, um, I say that you know jokingly, but it's it's true. Um, um, so some of the gymnastics muscle ups would probably be my next thing that really hold me back from 
pretty much doing anything RX as far as weights and stuff. Uh, obviously, snatch is always going to be a problem for me because of sh shoulder mobility, but um, I can power snatch pretty good, so I just stick to that. Um, I'm doing a half marathon in December, um, so always used to be a runner. I mean, I tell people in here, and I kind of get a funny look, and it's hard for me to take because I'm like, I'm doing a half marathon. Like they look at me like I'm crazy, and and I think, man, I, I don't look like I used to. But <laughs> I, I think Kayla can tell you that I actually have running talent. I can run. Yeah. And uh, it, so those things are motivational, and they don't even know they did it by making that face at somebody that used to be the person that was in shape and in leading that probably but uh it's motivational because you kind of feel like man i can't believe i don't look like i should be yeah, a runner yeah yeah uh i do have a goal weight that i'm working toward um i would like to be something with a 220 in front of it um 220 would be optimum but um i am i've gotten bigger as i've gotten older as you age i think in my body type your shoulders get wider you, you, you know, my bones are heavy. I'm so what guy. do you what do you think you need to do to hit 220 or get in the 220s? Oh, surgery. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's just going to take a, a really hard push at uh, the nutrition point of it. Um, and when I travel for work, uh, I think one of the great things here is I used to go to the gym a lot when I travel. And I'd walk in the gym and go, what do I do now? I'm here. But there's nothing on the board. There's no trainer telling me what to do. And... So I went and did some bench press, and then I'd go to the room and go out to eat. But now I think I can sit in the room now instead of going to the gym, and I can do push-ups and body squats and stuff like that. So I think it's going to take a, a concerted effort on my nutrition, um, probably doing a nutrition challenge or some type of nutrition planning to where I'm really following through with it. My obstacle right now is not meals. My obstacle right now is snacks, um, what to eat in between meals. Um, She's laughing. All right, I bought a candy bar the other day. I'll be honest. <laughs> and nobody would have known except for my six-year-old told on me. He walks in the house and he goes, Mom, guess what Dad had? Yeah, so Colton's like, I won't tell, I won't tell. He walks straight in the house. Dad had a candy bar. And so so I, I am having trouble with snacks. So I, it's going to take a concerted effort for me to, to manage my food in between meals to continue my workout and you get on the road and run. Um, I did hit 238 or 239 at one point. Um, and so I think I can get back there fairly quick. I think those last 10 to 15 pounds are gonna be very, 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 as anybody knows that loses weight, that last weight is, because you can't lose the momentum because it's not gonna go as fast as the first weight. I think I could be down to 240 in two weeks. It's just, I'm a big guy, that's not a very big percentage. But to drop that one pound from 240 and below is gonna be a lot of work. And so it's just gonna take a commitment on my part. Yeah. What about you, Kayla? My accomplishments, I think I've gotten stronger this year. I've, I didn't do a whole lot of weightlifting, at like bench press and squats and things like that. So I, you know, just getting where I'm at and just seeing myself progress, I've really liked to see that a lot. Um, running, ugh. <laughs> 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 I've gotten better at running. Um, Especially with some of the help from some of my buddies, like Kennedy is one of the ones who's great at running, and she's like, you know, she t she's told me how to work on my form. I mean, that's that just the little things that she's told me has really helped me a lot, and I've been very happy with where like my 
my mile like minutes are at. So I'm and I'm not a runner. I don't I'm not Cody, not by any means. So she got a pull up, I think that was her big Yeah, that was good. I got I got a pull up and I got a rope climb. So um I think for goals, um I wanna s I wanna keep PR and I wanna I wanna get to the point where I can actually do the RX weight. I, I wanna get to that. Um it's you know it's like eating an elephant you just gotta take one bite at a time just mm-hmm. to get there so that that's definitely a goal and another thing is i want to get some of my buddies who don't come to the, this gym to come here and enjoy it i think that's a goal of mine like i think they would love it i really do that's awesome i know uh you guys did the in-house comp <laughs> and i wanted to ask you how that experience was as a couple, because you guys did it together. She better tell the truth what she said. <laughs> well, you would have wished you got a different partner. I told my girl, if the third workout would have been the first workout, I would have been like, I'm not feeling good. We need to go home. Uh, She's like, I, don't ever ask me to do that again. That's awful. But I, I loved the open. Like, I really loved the open. Because it's one workout. I was spent for like two days after the in-house competition. We liked it, it was just, it's it was hard on our bodies. We need to age bracket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We look over. I can't over, be in there with we Selena and Anthony. Well, we were right next to the couple that won. We were doing the yes. one workout with the sit-ups and the running oh and stuff. Yes, from Obey, yes. And, I, I, and like, I think I did like one sit-up to his seven or something. And I was like, <laughs> this is not right. I'm like, we need to, we need to age And then I look over and he, I don't even know if he can buy a beer yet, but I mean. <laughs> I mean, and I'm 38 years old, and that's another good thing is is that people that come in the gym, they're a little older with these young guys. They, I think that the challenge that they give you really helps you as an older person to try yes. to keep up with them, and then when you do, you get to throw it in their face. <laughs> oh, that's good. It was, it was fun. We did have a good time. We did have a good time, and we did, we did. good on a couple of the workouts. We did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were very encouraging. Anything with rowing and biking. You're in. I'm in. (laughs) That's awesome. So the last question, um, kind of how I always end the podcast, is kind of referencing the title of the podcast and and just overall kind of what motivates us here uh, to help people, right, become better versions of themselves. And so how has, you know, this – sounds like you guys have been active majority of your life and even better eating or just all these different um, components of health, right? Workout, exercise, quitting, dipping, all these things that you're doing. How have they, how have they uh, kind of overflowed in making you guys better versions of yourself? So I, I, obviously, if you put them all together, um, any type of discipline makes you stronger. And so the discipline to, to get up and go to the gym or the discipline to eat correctly um, – are always going to make you a better person of yourselves and I think for Kayla and I um, a big thing in our life is other people we do a lot of things to to help other people or to, to you know to do things with other people and the gym atmosphere um, the things we do with teaching financial peace and different things all combined make us not who we want to be yet but you know we're striving to get there Anything you want to add to that, Kayla? No. No, he, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Awesome. Now, last, uh, one more last thing, because there, there might be a person listening who is working out here who may be not figured out that the eating really matters and the nutrition is super important. What would you guys say to that person? I would say to write it down how you feel when you eat good for a week and when you eat bad for a week. Um, I mean, that candy bar, I feel it right now. I don't feel the top of my game. And so, I mean, I would say journal not only your weights or anything like that. In in fact, I wouldn't even journal my weight. I would journal how I feel 
based on what I eat, um, especially working out. Um, I think you'll notice the worse you eat, the more lethargic you are, mm -hmm. the least likely you are to do good at a workout. Um, you come to work out. At work and your home life and all those things, I think you're not who you need to be. Um, and I think it's funny that when you eat right, how much more energy you have, even though you may think you're eating less or, you know, that and how much better you are at the workout, but maybe how much better of a husband you are, or a wife, or a son, or a daughter, or whatever you are in your life. But um, I think really writing down how you feel when you eat bad will influence you. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast, where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.